From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Daniela Telogarzon, and this is Sound Source, a podcast tuning into music on and around campus. Before we begin, this episode contains explicit language. The song you just heard is called Jawbreaker, and it was created and produced by the band Soak. Soak describes itself as a progressive alternative rock band made up of four art students in Chicago. In this episode of Sound Source, we're going to do something a little bit different. We'll be focusing on the song you hear right now, dissecting the lyrics and sound. The songwriting process for Jawbreaker started with the riff, which guitarist Nick Bilski came up with. I started with just this. I brought that to Alexis. I think I came up with this part while we were jamming. with that and then uh, this part I had too when we started uh... and then yeah the rest kind of just came as we like flushed it out once we kind of just jammed it all together the vocalist for soak is Alexis Plain she talked more about the process of creating a riff we brought the riff in to a practice session and just jammed on it a lot and got a lot of these different sections that we thought were really cool. And then we kind of had to sit down and be like, okay, this feels like a verse. <laughs> the lyrics actually came later. Our producer is really incredible. His name's Chuck Kaywall. We would make a demo first as a band and I threw in some harmonies that I thought were kind of cool, but especially during that chorus section, I really didn't know what to do because the melody jumps around quite a bit. And normally you have a harmony that follows the main melody but it would have been too busy with that. Chuck had the idea of having these kind of ah things going on in the background to kind of add to that psychedelic kind of feel that goes on in the chorus. There is this one ascending line that you do the bum bum This part right there. I thought it'd be interesting to have a descending harmony going on in that. And so the harmony actually stacked with each note and it's like, ah, it's kind of deeper in the mix, but it adds a really interesting texture to it. And so that was kind of a brainchild between me and Chuck. There are two lines in each verse. They're like, do you wanna take home by? Like those kind of lines. And Chuck had the idea of softening those lines a bit compared to the quieter, more rhythmic lines in the verse. And so we initially tried doing an octave down harmony, but that was too low, it felt too heavy. And then I had the idea for the other harmony and just, it felt nice and it felt like it belonged there. Cameron Carlson is the drummer of the group. For the drum intro, he wanted to create a simpler beat to be the heartbeat of the classic rock sounding song. Eventually, he came up with this. It was 
going for something not like it's obviously not like crazy fast like if a drummer heard that they'd probably know exactly what i played at least for most of it but added a little rhythmic flair which was the groups of five in the last half of that drum fill so yeah it was 16th notes in groups of five and that's more of like a newer thing carlson also came up with the drum part of the bridge of jawbreaker which sounds like this drum part with the ride cymbal was very like influenced by like some metal music but over the double bass it obviously sounds very metal <laughs> jonah nink wanted to ground out the song with his bass part over the verses i'm really just doing cameron is going you know at full speed 110 nick's going at full speed 110 alexis is going at full speed at 110 at some point, you do need some kind of foundation to be on, so I try to keep it simple. I actually didn't really have the part fully figured out until I started recording it. I recorded the bass part at my house just because of COVID. And so um, I tried a number of different things, but then I sort of realized, you know, this song needs something really stable under it, so I tried to be as just still poppy, still kind of funky, still kind of, not, not like completely sedentary, but enough to build a nice foundation. And then uh, the chorus parts, you know, the... You know, that part, you could go nuts, but I don't think to really make that moment hit, you need that foundation. Put together, all the parts of Jawbreaker sound like this. For starters, I wanted this to be like my uh, boss ass bitch tune, and I wanted this to kind of be a pump up song for myself, you know. And I like to imagine I'm squashing fuckboys while I'm singing it. It's definitely kind of about being underestimated by a lot of men, especially in the music industry, and not just once or twice, but consistently, <laughs> even after kind of quote unquote proving yourself, you know. Sure, I might be cute and sweet but also i'll break your jaw so like know who you're dealing with and i struggled with that identity my entire life and so for this song i really wanted to be like this is my idea of feminine you know and i can be dominant and masculine and feminine like all at the same time So I guess like the opening lyrics of like sugar and spice, sugar and spice ain't nothing nice about, you know, arsenic, cannabis, bloodshot eyes, what I kind of made up of myself. And black and blue stains up and down my thighs. I'm constantly covered in bruises because I am not a dainty little flower like the next line says because I'm very clumsy and that's not traditionally feminine you know but then still owning my sexuality being like don't you want to take a bite though like ain't I still cute Did it matter? 
fascinated with the history of razor blades and the poison in Halloween candy and apples and stuff like that. And I thought it was a really interesting visual, but also a way to talk about a badass lady. Doing the form for this song was really interesting because there isn't a third chorus. It's just verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. But the instrumental is actually the chorus. They're playing the chorus, and then I'm just saying something different, and then there are the first two spoken lines, a bottle of Bacardi, you're just the chaser, which I, I like that line because it's like kind of putting a fuckboy in their place, you know, or someone like that, and just being like, I'm the shit. This tough chick is her own savior. Don't need anyone. Well, I need like friends and love, but I don't need no man. A bottle of Bacardi, you're just the chaser. This tough chick All you pretty boys just love to hate her, you know? People don't like other people who don't conform to what's traditional, what is expected of them. And for me, that's being confined to what's traditional femininity or how a lady is supposed to act and all those kind of things. I thought jawbreaker was just a nice word to kind of encapsulate everything that I was trying to communicate with this whole exploration of feminine identity for myself that I don't normally see represented in media or in a way that ever really spoke to me. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Daniela Telegarzon. Thanks for listening to another episode of SoundSource. To learn more about Soak and stay updated on upcoming shows, merch, and music, go to SoakTheBand.com and follow at SoakTheBand on all music and social media platforms. This episode was reported and produced by me, Daniela Telogarzon. The audio editor of The Daily is Alex Chun. The digital managers are Molly Lubers and Jacob O'Hara. The editor-in-chief is Marissa Martinez. Breaker!